It's an early Shabbos, so just let's learn for a few minutes. It, um, there's four words the Torah says that I want to think about for a few minutes. After the beginning of the parasha, so all of us know this, this story that Esau sells his Bechaira. He's Oyev, he's somehow, his Amuna is weakened, and he sees Avram Avinu, he sees his Zayda, the, tzad, the biggest Sadik he had ever seen, the biggest Sadik the world had seen. He sees his Zayda be Nifter, he's Oyev, his Ruchni Estheka Madrega is weakened, he's, he's tired, and he sells his Bechaira. And at the end of this whole parasha of him selling his Ruchni Estheka Bechaira for a bowl of soup, the Torah records at the end, Yaakov Avinu gives Esav the Nezid Adashim, he gives him the lentil soup, he eats, he drinks, and the Torah says four words at the end of the parish, Esav has disgraced the Bechaira. I'm very interested, the Torah records, it told us an event, any single person, Eliyahu, who reads this event, understands that Esav didn't value the Bechaira. You know, in, in, I apologize, the sports analogy, if a player is traded for a player to be named later, everybody knows, like, that's like trading a guy for a bag of basketballs. You mean you shipped him out of town, you didn't like him. You don't have to record the team undervalued him, obviously. <laughs> go, go see. It's very, very obvious that he's traded for nothing. For a player to be named later means we just want you out and we don't even care who we get in return. Anybody reads the Pesukim in the Torah, he traded Bechaira for a bowl of soup. What's the Torah like giving its observation, like stating the obvious? I mean, all, if, if you read the, read the Pesukim, clearly there's no way of reading these Pesukim and not concluding that he's devalued Bechaira. He clearly doesn't put much value. It's equal to a bowl of lentil soup. Why does the Torah have to end the parasha? It, it's a pay afterwards. That parasha's over. Like pointing this out. All of us, anybody reads this parasha in, in the vernacular today. I catch myself. You're, I'm around teenagers and I spend our days around teenagers. So I end up speaking words that I hear a lot from the guys. And sometimes I, I think to myself, do you just say that? And uh, I could picture like Bachram saying, you think? But <laughs> even say, you think, Yitzhi? No, like, <laughs> no kidding. Eh? He was Mivaza the Bechaira. Harai. So, why is the tire recording that? Is, it's just, it say the story and we, get, we all get it. But the tire, and it ends the parasha. It's like a, it's a, it's a conclusion here. Vayivazay I wanna, I wanna get right to the. There's a pasuk. There's a pasuk that already Chazal applied to Esav. A pasuk in Mishlei. It's in Perak Yud Gimel. It's pasuk Yud Gimel. It's easy to remember. There's a pasuk in Mishlei. The pasuk says, "Yeroa mitzvah hu Yeshulam," that if you revere a mitzvah, you'll be Yeshulam. You'll become a shalim. The mitzvah will impact you if you respect the mitzvah. And. The basic thing that I want to say is the Torah is recording that Esav relinquished the Bechaira. It's even a funny conclusion. There's a Ketzais on this. Did Esav lose the Bechaira or not? Could you even sell the Bechaira? Let's assume the Pashtas. He sold it. Was the sale, did the sale work, Maish? Could somebody sell the firstbornhood? 
You're not so into that. Maisha's asked, like, what does that mean? What did you sell? You stole the forest burn. You're right. What did you sell? It's a good question. That's a very, very good question. That's a very good question. That's the question. Maisha's been grappling this week. Is there such a thing as selling your Eilam What is it? Could you sell something that's... It's a very good question, Maisha. Here he sold... Maisha, here there was a sale of something spiritual... And it seems he sold it. What does it mean to sell? What is it? How do you make a Kenyan out, by the way? We know materialistic items, you kind of be meshicha, be There's a method to be kind of. He sold the Bechayr. It's a fascinating sale. There's a Ktsais on this. Davashloi, Baloilam, there are questions. Let's assume he really sold it. The conclusion, Vayiv as Esav, shouldn't say he relinquished the Bechayr. And Esav, and what I want to claim is the Torah saying, not like Maish, that he did relinquish it. Whoa. The end conclusion and the Chiddush of the Pasuk of Ayiv is Esav relinquished the Bechayra. And the Chiddush, what do you mean? It says he sold it. The Chiddush is, not like Maish, not like Maish Glazer, the sale is Chal. And the Torah is recording, and that needs a Chiddush. That's a Chiddush. It's not a Chiddush that he disgraced it. He sold it for a bowl of... If, you sell, if a guy sells Eilam Abba for $4, it's not a Chiddush that you've disgraced your Eilam Abba. It's a Chiddush that you've relinquished your Eilam Abba. Maybe the sale's not Chal. What I want to say, it's the Torah's conclusion that he relinquished it. Now, what do you mean? It doesn't say he relinquished it. It says he was mevazit. And I want to say that disrespecting something makes you lose it. Is the, that, that you lost your grip on it, you disrespect it. You have it as much as you respect it. When you respect it, so you have the thing, it's yours. When we say have, your, these are spiritual acquisitions, that you're profoundly connected to the thing. You're connected to it as much as you respect it. On mitzvahs, it says, how much do mitzvahs impact you? Only in proportion to how much you respect the mitzvah. That's the Pasuk in, Mish- in Mishlei. Yeroi mitzvah, hu yeshulam. If somebody reveres a mitzvah, the mitzvah impacts him. Which said in English is, how much of the mitzvah do you have? How impact means the mitzvah, you and, you and the menorah became one. I have watched guys in yeshiva for years. It's coming up at the end of the month. Chodesh Kislev, the mitzvah, beautiful mitzvah, menorah. You watch the guy who goes out, buys himself a menorah, gets... You watch a guy who asks somebody else, could I light on the other end of your menorah? Now, he did know Avera, but he doesn't respect the mitzvah. He didn't, he didn't spend money on the mitzvah. He didn't prepare for the mitzvah. So the mitzvah is very disconnected to him. The mitzvah impacts you in proportion to how much you respect it. Spiritual acquisitions. A physical acquisition, I pick it up, Spiritual acquisitions you acquire with respect. If the thing is respected by you, it's connected to you. You disrespect, it's not connected to you. The way to record on a spiritual acquisition that you relinquished it, you have disgraced it. That's the peerish of the, of, of the relinquishing of it. Esav has, has, has been mevazit, so it's disconnected, he pushed it away. That's what it means in the spiritual realm to relinquish something is to push it away. So how is that- 
That's a very good question. Ravezi asks, so Esav doesn't have it. Who says it goes to Yaakov? Excellent question. I don't know the answer. But Esav relinquishing it is said in the Torah, Esav being mevazet, that is the pirush that he relinquished it. That's what it is in the spiritual world. You're mev- and the Torahs end up saying, it's not coming to say that he, that was disrespectful, I'm duh. It's saying he relinquished it. And that why the Torah needs to say he relinquished it is because you have, you have Moshe, good he sold it, is that work. Says the Torah he did release it. The way to say releasing something in the spiritual realm is to disrespect it. That's Kinyanim are, if you appreciate, when you do a mitzvah, how much of the mitzvah do you have as much as you respect it? You respect it, you appreciate it, you value this, you have the mitzvah. In the world of Hasidus, the Messiah Sasharim describes this, never to do a mitzvah b'pisayim. You never suddenly do a mitzvah. You, doing a mitzvah suddenly, your relationship to the mitzvah is weak. You haven't shown hachana, preparation by Hasidim. The hachana for a mitzvah is huge. It's a sogya of preparing for the mitzvah. I remember once I was pressured with the Ner Hanukkah. I'd come home with my kids from a journey. We ran in the house. Let's go... I was like, that's ridiculous. To do a mitzvah like that is so disrespectful and not, you can't do a mitzvah like that. Better, you, you, again, if it, it's not, today you could light a little later, better wait, let's wait. Let's sit down, we danced a little, let's, let's, get, let's, get, in the, let's get in the mindset to do a mitzvah. You, in as much as you respect for davening the, the Gemara and Shabbos, there's an Indian to wear a special beged for davening. The guy's very approach to prayer, even, even in yeshiva, any minion, don't like, you find yourself to davening. So you just like turn around. The, it's not a yadavin, whether it means wash your hands for davening, whether it means put on a garment, whether it means wash your face, tuck in, get a minion, this is my minion. Don't find yourself like this. In the yeshiva, we have like three minchas. The davening, you turn... Get in, get, be, 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 value what you're doing, prepare for what you're doing, get in the zone, appreciate there's a cover to what you're doing. That's in the spiritual world how much mincha will be attached to you and how much we disrespect it so it remains very separate. Reb Miller famously, a yid came to Reb Miller and he, um, he was very, very sick and he asked Reb Miller for a bracha. So Reb Miller asked him what shul he daven, does he daven in a quiet shul? So he said, no, people talk all around me. Reb Miller said that the tefillah in such a shul is not neskabel. He brought chazal that the tefillah in such a shul is not find a quiet shul and daven there. And the answer is, what's, what's this, what's this chiddush that they talk by davening the tefillah? They have not a respect. It's not an environment of respect for the thing. So then we're not connected to the thing. In last week's Haftarah, we all know that David HaMelech the end of his life, his garments didn't warm him. Even in the physical world, there's such a thing. David Amelov's garments didn't warm him. And it says because he didn't respect Begadim. He cut Shal Amelov's beged at one point when Shal Amelov was looking for David Amelov. And David wanted to show him, David was hiding in the cave. And he wanted to show Shal Amelov that if he wanted, he could have killed him. He was hoping that Shaul later on, when they were a safe distance apart, he said, Shaul, look at your beggar. Shaul was looking in a cave for David. David was in a good hiding spot. He gave a little cut to Shaul's beggar. From a safe distance, he said, look at your garment. You'll see it's cut. I could have killed you. 
and I didn't kill you, so no, I'm not a traitor, and stop chasing me. Says Chazal, since David HaMelech cut a beged, he, should have, he shouldn't have done it that way, on some dakos, even though he was trying to save his life, he shouldn't have done it that way. And since he disrespected Begadim, so Begadim in his end of his life didn't warm him. They lost their kayak. He doesn't have Begadim. This is the Metzius, that you disrespect something, you relinquish it. You relinquish, you, you, you let go of the thing. Begadim, which is the derech to warm, he was mevayished Begadim. He didn't give the proper respect and it loses its kayak. This is... I don't, either, either, I don't know the answer to that. If Chazal are saying he did something wrong and should have done it a different way, or it's a Metzius. Really? Or, or wow. there's a Metzius like that. Say the Chanami. You did what you needed to do, but when you mevayish something, you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this principle in all the activities of our life, equal to performing, it's even before in the Gemara, in the Gemara Megillah Daf Gimel, the Gemara says that Greater than Talmud Torah is Kavadat Torah. Bigger than learning is respecting Torah. Respect for Torah even takes precedent to learning Torah. This, this, um, this attitude to the activities of our life, when it comes to mitzvah, the Menorah, when it comes to the Menorah, it, it's, it's such a mistake not to go out and buy a Menorah, not to find a good one or make one or to get something, not to be mechen. You don't wait last minute. You don't have the mitzvah so much. You get your yaitzah. Your yaitzah, we're talking about the mitzvah impact and that the mitzvah and the person are, are bonded in as much as you revere the mitzvah. As much as there's a, an appreciation, that's how much you have it. Esav's Pirish that he relinquishes he has disgraced it and as such he's relinquished it he doesn't have it so that's that's the first thing I wanted to share in the world of Hasidus respecting a mitzvah was life that's why they are beautiful they're very with the talus and there's a shayla you see the atara it's the silver atara now it's a shayla some people purposely it says a hidr mitzvah is a shlish b'mitzvah so some people are makbin not to have a Torah. There's such akpada. By Hasidim, there's a tremendous dagesh, tremendous emphasis on hidr mitzvah. It's all part of the respect. Hachana for mitzvah by Hasidim is huge. And hidr mitzvah, doing the mitzvah in your style and your flair, both of those things. And it all comes from an attitude of chavivus ha-mitzvahs, of respecting and appreciating mitzvahs. It's interesting that in... Um, in, on Rosh Hashanah, when we're starting our whole year, and we wanna we wanna throw off the, the Satan, the Satan who's Mastin who tries to prosecute us, the main way to throw off the Satan is Chaviva Samitzvah. We blow twice the Shaifer. We really only need thirty blows. We do sixty. And it says that's Mivalvel the Satan. It confuses him. The main battle against prosecutors against us is that we appreciate mitzvahs, is that we take them very seriously. And the fact that we do it twice and show that chavivos, that is an attachment. The Rambam brings five things that are noyal darke atshuva, that block the passageway to tshuva. And amongst the Rambam five things, he says, is to, is to laugh, to be loyeg ala mitzvahs, to laugh at mitzvahs. So a person is blocking the path. He said, the way a person gets close to Hashem is through mitzvahs. And if you're not serious about them, how are you going to get close to Hashem? Learning to take mitzvahs in a serious manner. Um, the mitzvah menorah is coming. Study it. 
learn about it, to take it in a very serious way. Studying about it's a big help. Preparing for it, spending for it. All these, all these different eights and these in the world of Hasidus. I don't mean Hasidish people, though, are trying to. I mean the world of Hasidus. Whenever we say Hasidus, we mean the Messiah Sisharim's Hasidus of Lufnim Mishur Sadin. Of getting what I should, not just the, you're not just keeping Yiddishkeit um, robotically, but you're attached to it. Hasidus means that you get it. You understand Yiddishkeit? From the Ikarim of Hasidus is to celebrate mitzvahs. Mitzvahs. I love in, 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 in um, kosher world, so you go in there now, before each yomtiv, the mitzvah sachag, you start seeing it there. Right now, they already have out, already for a couple of weeks, all the Hanukkah stuff. And I like the Chavivas HaMitzvahs, that it's there in a Jewish store. All the Hanukkah goods are there already, right away, already well, well before. Now, you might not be the most Yekesha, the Yekesha person, the very responsible, like, in, in the mirror, I had a roommate, Mamish tried a roommate, who was a masmid, he's a Rebbe in the mirror today, was a crazy masmid. That type of masmid, Sukkot Ben Azman, and buys the oil for the menorah. <laughs> There's a certain, he's organized, he's prepared and ready. Even if you're not that kind of fellow, like in kosher world, I don't know who was the one who like bought it three weeks ago, but I saw about three weeks ago the Hanukkah stuff came out. I gain a lot that it comes out. I'm not, I, won't, I can't buy it so early, it's just wouldn't be me. But I gain right away when it comes out. I like the Chavivah Samitzvah, the mitzvah's here. I like, in my own house, my wife brings up a table and sets up and designs and organizes already a week before Hanukkah. And I love when the table comes up and things are happening for the mitzvah. It's a beautiful chavivas ha-mitzvah because the mitzvah is precious. Our life revolves around this. Already weeks before Shalachmanis, things are out, things are on the table, ideas are bandied about. It's a chavivus ha-mitzvah, it's a precious mitzvah. And in the world of chasidus, it's probably equal the achana for the mitzvah as the asiyas ha-mitzvah. It's of equal importance, the preparation for the mitzvah as the mitzvah itself. It's interesting, this same roommate who's a masmid, a wild masmid, he would chart his hours of sleep two nights a week. He, I don't know what his cheshbainis were. There were nights he didn't sleep. Wild masmid, adayoy mazeh. Incredible, incredible masmid. He asked me, he at one point, I think went three months, he didn't leave the building of the mirror once. Not as a shtick. There was, where am I going? I think it was like three months, he never left the building once. He didn't go outside, get a breath of fresh air. It's a masmid nifla. This guy asked me before Purim, could I arrange that he goes to my sister's house? He doesn't leave me. What do you want? I had a married sister. He wants to bake for the Shalach Manas. He's <laughs> like taken aback. This guy baking. It's the picture of him baking is foreign. But he wanted to, be, he wanted to get involved in the Achanes for the mitzvah. The Gemara Kedushin describes all the greats preparing for Shabbos Kodesh. This Nakuda that the Achana for the mitzvah is as chaviv, as precious as the mitzvah itself, is a very big deal, is a very big idea in the world of chasidus. In the world where you want a mitzvah to be attached to you, everybody could perform the mitzvah. But the mitzvah attached. A bacher walked in here the other day, he said, oh. <laughs> he comes to me, he says, I forgot my tone in the dorm. He came to put on, I like first of all that he came to the base smash put on his tone. A guy asked me, it's so unusual, Waterbury. He said, where I come from, you hide in your room, you're late, you put on... I don't like that. I don't, I don't play that game. 
That's a disgrace for the mitzvah of tefillin. You put on your tefillin, get to the base medrash, come, make an asik of it, make, a, make, a, make an event of it. You're putting on your tefillin. I like that guys come here. Guys come from the dorm. He's not, the guy who's hiding behind his dorm, like nobody sees him. What? That's not the way to put on tefillin. That's, that's, it's not a cover to the mitzvah. It's not going to become attached to you. I like the guy brings his tefillin to the base. I appreciate it a lot. He comes and he proudly puts on his tefillin. His pair. So this guy came and he, he forgot it. He asked, could he take one of the tefillin here? You're allowed a, you can assume that somebody would let you borrow the tefillin. You have to put it back exact and not damage anything. But there's cases, you could assume that a person lets you do a mitzvah with their mammon so long as there's zero, zero damage. It's a shailan svarim. So Shiloh could use the guy's Gemara. He doesn't say anything in it. Could you use his Gemara? That's a Shiloh's farm. Do we say the normal rule, people like that you use their thing for a mitzvah. Could you say that rule? Or do you say on a safer, it's very old to do damage. You bet, a guy like me uses the safer, all of a sudden there's bent pages, there's, so it's not so pushy. You do damage. That's a Shiloh's farm. I think, I think he... Saying the Rosh Hashiva from there, Yisrael. I have to ask the we have to ask the Ringos. They say he was very, very makel on, on using people's gemaras. He didn't. If somebody wrote us, sir, they say he was. That's what they say. I'm Rav I have to find out. We have to before we say Shabbos. Rav Ezi's moicha on the psaks. I have to find. Ray's father felt that if you're allowed to use a safe, because the meanies they all write. Don't you dare touch it. It's so mean. So if you didn't write that, it's like that, that was your father's. That was your father's own. <laughs> if you didn't write it, then you see because, because the, the interest. That's, <laughs> that's it. Um, any meanie would have written, "Don't touch." <laughs> I hear. I hear. Us are us are really I hear you. I hear. Meanies. <laughs> the meanies. Because the meanies is an under. That's very good. My father said they do us all a favor. That's a good song. My father Tain is without the meanies. So then you'd look at a safe. I don't know if I could use it or not. Since the mean people write us to use, so then if you don't write it, it's an umdana that he's not. I hear. <laughs> Maybe. Lemaisa, lemaisa. So the guy came in to, to put on film. He saw He said, Could I take a pair of film? And, and part, of, part of the mitzvah, the achana for the mitzvah, I told him we such a good stance for film. You go back to your room and get your tefillin. It's not easy, but you make a stance for tefillin. Equal to putting on the tefillin is the preparation and the achana, the fact that you went back. The fact, if you, if, there's, a, there's a friend of mine who, um, who's a chassidah Somebody, the chavri here knows. A very, he deeply is into chassidus. I saw him at a minion. It's a maise shayitz. I saw him at a minion. And then he like walked out. We both came to the minion, I saw, and he walked out. Yeah, right. How do you know that? So I asked, uh, what just happened? Like, uh, you came, he drove, he came to, he just wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. He walked out, went to a different minion. He wasn't ready. <laughs> That's a chsid the shiid. He wasn't ready. I'm not ready. I'm not there. The fame, the Skelener used to dive in very late. He felt like if he had any chesed that he owed a yid, he can't daven yet. He was embarrassed from Hashem. I didn't. He, he was a tremendous bal chesed involved in many chasadim. He felt like afraid. I'm afraid to face Hashem, but he felt the achanais for davening were doing chasadim for yidden. 
the way I visualize what the Skolena Rebbe felt, Yitzi, is if you have an old friend who comes to your house for Shabbos with his kids, before you deal with your friend, Yo-Yo's going to come with a family in tow, before you two catch up, what's the first thing you're going to do? It's Pasha, we all do it. You make the kids comfy. You get them a lolly and some candy. They're, new, they're like standing me, I yo I've had his David Siegel's a very close friend of mine. He comes to my house with his kids every once in, every few months. They pop into the house, Avi, before me and David just get busy schmoozing, you make sure the kids have candy, you make sure they're comfortable. They're like standing behind their father. And by the way, it's not like disrespectful to his father, it would be disrespectful to the father to ignore the kids. I just start talking to the tat and ignore the kids, that's disrespect. Respect to the Tata, that was the Skolenes waited to Davin. He first did all the chasadim he had to do. He held it, he held it. Hashem's going to be so mad at me. I leave the kids are sitting there. You're sh- deep in schmoozing. The kids don't know what to do with themselves. That's not nice to dad. So that's the Skolenes did, that he did chasadim. But he held it was all part of his achana l'tfilim. All part of the preparation for davening. It's interesting. By chasadim, I love the visual I love the visual of this Hasidah who are basing a life trying to tap into Hasidus. I love the picture of Hasidah Shayid. He's coming like there's, there's, there's water dripping from his beard. He's gone to the mikvah. He has a towel and he's running with a coffee. I love it. He, the mitzvah is big by him, so the coffee is achana for the mitzvah. The towel is the mikvah, achana for the mitzvah. He's a visual of achana for mitzvah. The mitzvah is precious. He's a visual of a man. This man cares about davening. He's done so much for prayer. He's like getting... In shul, sometimes people run in with coffee cups. And I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. At first, I, I didn't have a positive view. It's coming, a coffee cup to shul. Now I love it. I happen to like it. it, get, it sometimes it gets catchy. And people say, I guess, the next guy with the coffee cups. People walk in almost like it's a... Ancient, it's like a right to get in, you have your coffee cup. Mm-hmm. I started liking it a lot. Yet not preparing for that. They're saying they're taking some caffeine, they want to be more awake, want to be more focused. I see it as the chsidish towel. I see the guy holding his. I see achana. I see preparation. Davening serious by me. I have my coffee for davening. I'm ready to go. So I, that picture for all of us, for all our mitzvahs, to be mechen properly, specifically by davening, where it says, Hikon likra selikech Yisrael, where with the Torah and Chazal speak about a person preparing for prayer, whether it means washing your hands, whether it means tucking in, wearing a special beged for the prayers, but it's not just, it's, it's not something that a person just does b'pissim, because we want, to, we want, David HaMelech Zanit he becomes attached to prayer, our attachment to Ruchnius is kifi v'achanafrit. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. I want to do a song in between Shleimah, just not to go right in. Let's do the Yalav Yavi song. You ask him? Yeah. Avez, you want to start? Yeah, 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 
I want to end with a question that I that I I want it, but I want if somebody here can give an answer, Shlomo. I have a kasha that I I don't know the answer to that I but I'd like to set up the question, Shlomo. Elio, if you have an answer to this, I owe you a lot. So I want to ask the following kasha to set up the kasha. All of us know Avram Avinu, who's the Ava Chesed. Avram Avinu, who's the Av who taught the world the kindness of Hashem is tested to do something the opposite of kindness. 
and he's tested to do Achzarius, to, to, to do the Akedas Yitzchak, to Shecht Yitzchak, that's what Avraham Avinu's tested. Yaakov Avinu is MS, the Mid of MS, MS Liyakov, and one of the great tests of his life is to be Mechabit his mother and to do a Sheker. Esav says, Yaakveni Zepamayim, you've tricked me these two times. He steals the Bechayri, he dresses up. One of the great Nisyayinus of his life was to listen to his mother's Sivu, to do the opposite. Everything about Yaakov was MS. Rev, Rev, um, Rev Aaron Cutler once said, a, it's a story, but he once said a line. Really? Let's oh, wow. go! Good, Nachem, Nachem knows. You knew from Revezi? 60th yard say very good. He told me. <laughs> and Why, is, there, is there a special platform that people can? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah. Yomi.org. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yartzayomi.org. Everybody, of course, Nothing sign up. Wolf of power. Really, I pair. In, really, I want to. If you, if I can get a hold of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. So, <laughs> he, um, Rav Aaron famously said, "Ich find Sheker, I hate Sheker." Famous quote from Rav Aaron: "Ich find Sheker, I hate Sheker." The here, here, Yaakov Avinu's midas MS, and he's asked to do the opposite of MS. He's asked to lie and to trick. And that was Yaakov Avinu's challenge, and both things are obvious that the way to be kind of Amida is that you could do the opposite. If a guy always says yes and can't say no, you don't own your yes. We spoke about being mechabit something as a way to be kind of something. You're kind of an Amida when you could do both ways. People, it's funny, when you say to be a balanced person, what does it mean to be a balanced person? It means to be kind of both sides. Balanced means you have to have two acquisitions. It doesn't mean you have each one halfway. Balance means, let's say a person's balanced, that they're very disciplined and very flexible. It means you have a perfect Kenyan in flexibility. Balance is the hardest thing. It means you own two things. It means you own flexibility, that you're capable of being 100% flexible. You own it. And it means you own rigidity and you're able 100% to be organized and structured. Balance is when you own both. You could then say, hey, I have two tools in my bag. What tool should I pull out? Because I have both tools. Hey, should I use flexibility now? It has to be, in order for Avram Avinu to be kind of the midah of, of, of chesed, it has to be, he's capable not to be a bal chesed. So then he owns chesed because oh he decided to be a bal chesed. He has the tool completely. If he has to do it, he doesn't own it at all. It owns him. He doesn't own it. It's a tool in your bag. The guy who's rigid, Mo, who can't be flexible, doesn't own rigidity. He's not structured. He doesn't, structure owns him. He doesn't own structure. The guy who can't be flexible is not a Kenyan on rigidity. You know what I mean? You're Kenyan, so it's an obvious thing. Avram Avinu, able to do the opposite, is what says that he's kind of chesed. If you say yes, 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 and can't say no, you don't own your yes, yes owns you. If you could say no, so then your yes is, is a decision. So Avram Avinu, who owns chesed, is capable of not doing chesed, da'akeda. Yaakov Avinu, who owns MS, is capable of not doing 
MS and then he owns, so it means it's a tool that he owns and when it's the right thing, he uses that tool. So that's, that's, that's simple shot. My cash, I'm setting up the following cash. I'm going to tell you, Elio, I want to tell you a quote from a great American thinker. And then I have a cash on a Rashi that I don't know, Pshat. I want to discuss it with the Hever. The, the quote from the American thinker is he says, listen to this quote, Elio. It's, it's one of my favorite quotes, Mo. I want you to memorize this quote. And this American thinker said, I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. Wow. One more time. Aryeh, one more time. Yosef, you got the quote? One more time. I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. We all say it together. <laughs> <laughs> What's simplicity? Everybody together. What's simplicity? Simple. I w- Yisrael, you ever heard that quote? One more time, I'm going to explain it. One more time, Yisrael. I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I'd give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. What does he mean? What does he mean, Yisrael? He means that there's two types of simple people. There's a guy who's simple because he's stupid. He doesn't know better. It's like a naive guy. And he's like so positive. He just doesn't know the world. <clears throat> and then there's a guy who knows. He's brilliant and chooses simplicity. This American thinker said, if you're simple because you're too dumb to be complex, I wouldn't give anything for that type of simplicity. But on the other side of complexity, you know and you're aware and you choose simplicity, I'd give my life for that. That's simplicity on the other side of complexity. You, you know and aware, and you chose and you acquired simplicity. I'd give my life for that. When we say Yaakov Avinu is an ishtam, which means he's honest, he knows and is smart. It's a decision to be honest. It's simplicity on the other side of complexity. Yaakov's not smart enough, doesn't know. He knows. It's a choice of simplicity. Is that, that's what I'm describing. There's two types of nice people. A guy who's nice, who can't, who just, that's the way his nature. I'm not impressed. That's simplicity on this side of complaint. I wouldn't give a fig for that. Yeah, you just can't say no. That's your tuna. That's your nature. No, no. Did this guy like figs? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it throws me off a little bit. (laughs) I don't know what I would give for that fig. <laughs> yeah, unique way of saying it for sure. It's like the complex side of the The Kitzer is that the Kitzer is that, that, that when we say Yaakov Avinu, and that's the whole you say that we see Yaakov's in the sign of his life, he was able to trick. Because the reason he didn't trick wasn't lack of capacity, wasn't not smart enough, wasn't he didn't have. It was a decision to do it. He owned what he had. It wasn't the person who couldn't. He could say no, and, and he's nice. That's a, a Kenyan in something. That's simplicity on the other side of complexity. Now, why am I... So, good, that's, that, all this is Pashat. The problem is a Rashi that I don't have Pshadin. I want to ask everybody here. I don't have Pshadin this Rashi. 
if somebody opens my eyes, this Rashi, I'd be very appreciative, Elio. So Rashi on the parish, I can't figure out, Yosef. It says, it contrasts, it contrasts Esav and Yaakov Avinu. And the Psukim say that, ya- that Esav's Yodei Atzayid Bechid, Esav is the beginning of the parasha. Esav is Yodei Atzayid. It's a man who knows how to lie. Rashi says that Yodei Atzayid is to lie to his father with his mouth. And Yaakov Avinu is an Ishtam. Listen to Rashi's words, Ishtam. Kemash, he says, Ishtam. He's not proficient at all of this. Like his heart is his mouth. Congruent. His heart and mouth, no tricks. Then Rashi says, this I don't know Pshat. A Tam is somebody who's not sharp. I'll read, translate Rashi. Enoi Kharif is not sharp. Liramais to trick is called the tam. Enoi Kharif is not sharp. Kharif means kharifus, sharpness. He's not sharp to trick, that's called the tam. And Yaakov's an ishtam. So what's Yaakov? He's Enoi Kharif. He's not sharp. Liramais to trick. Why would you say he's not sharp? I thought it's simplicity on the other side. He, he knows how to do it. <laughs> Check later in the parasha. He's charif. It's, it's a decision. So what is it? A time. Yeah. What? That's for sure true. See here, the charifus, I don't mean like saying mean things. It's Shmuel's completely correct. One of the way Yaakov thought was suspicious that it wasn't Yitzchak is because he spoke softly. No, please. And Esav didn't talk to him. Here I mean intelligent and sharpness of mind. And it says about Yaakov that his enoich, a tam, is enoich charif l'ramais, is called a tam. But I thought... His is, his is not, his, that's, that's the simplicity on this side of complexity, just not so sharp. You know the guy, you're like, you're just not capable of fooling anybody. That's what it sounds like. Ain't, I'm reading Rashi. A tam is somebody who's not charif, l'ramais. Now you could say, and I'm just, I'm, I don't want to force subshad, I don't know an answer. I'm not sure, Akiva. It's, it strikes me, that's not how I would describe, ain't I charif? What, what are you tying, Kiva? In the chronology of the parsha, can you say that Yaakov started as a Tom, and as he became older, he became more complex, and he was Kona the Midah through the stories that the Torah tells. And Rebbe's whole vart is before he had. So this those was his truna. So it's funny to tell me his truna. His truna is like, like so what? His truna was the simple one, unless. See, Yitzi's tining Akiva, and it could be, it could be Akiva's right. This was his truna, was this. He was later kind in, and he was kind in when he did the opposite. Akiva's saying, Hagufa, that's the story. He was kind in when he did the opposite. Yitzi's saying, and I don't know who's right. I don't know. Yitzi's saying that a tam is that. In ish tam is a person who chose to be that. A tam, Woo! that's what Yitzi's saying. Yitzi Mandel said a tam. Wow. A tam is a guy who's Enoi Kharif Luramais. Now he's an Ishtam. He's not a tam. He's an Ishtam. He's a guy who, who chose that team. 
Uh, a tam is that. He's an ish tam, chose to be that. If you choose to be that, it's just so funny to me because if that's at a tam, you can never choose to be that. You're not that. Huh? <laughs> I, I'm, very, I'm troubled by this, Elio. You can't force Tyra. And you don't like put your things in Tyra. The Tyra puts things in your brain. What's Rashi telling me? He's a tam. He's ain't charif. He's not, doesn't have such a sharpness to trick people. And that's what Yaakov is. Whoa, I don't, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> the charifus. What's this like charifus? It's funny. What's this? Shlomo's like being medactic, very correct. Ain't a charif. He's not so sharp. What's this? He's not sharp. He doesn't have charifus. Strange rash. Charifus means like in, in, in the vernacular, yo, when you say somebody's very charif. says tremendous charifus. means he's brilliant. There is an expression, it's true. He's coming from Eretz Yisrael. He says, charif. When you, when you go to a store, you want spicy. Yeah, it means sharp. It's the same... It's the same word, but when we say charifus in terms of intelligence, we mean a very sharp person. Now, Esav's a charif, and he uses this wild intellect to be around the people. And when it describes Yaakov, he's ain't charif. That's what it says, a tam. Misha ain't charif, l'rama is karitam. The Kayan may be right. The kind may be right. That's what a tam is. Now you call somebody an ish tam means he chose that, and that's there could be somebody who's that way naturally. You talk, you shouldn't be impressed with a tam. A tam is just very not smart. He's like dim-witted. <laughs> the ish tam says that's what I want. Chooses that I I have all the ideas now. Akiva points out it could be his truna was a tam, and that's the story of the parish of him acquiring. To, what, what <laughs> you might, you both might be right. By Maybe it means like to manipulate people. That he doesn't he doesn't manipulate people. He's definitely very intelligent. It's interesting. It's interesting. So I'm going to tell you revolver. You forced my hand. You and Shlomo forced my hand. So I'm going to share revolver with you. Okay. I'm going to share revolver. It is getting late, but I'll share revolver, and, and then maybe we can understand it. What this means? The Rashi bothers me. I want to say I'm going to tell you revolver. Then I got to fly. I got to get home and come back. I want to tell you. Um, I want to tell you what revolver said. I want to admit, because I don't want to pretend that I'm still struggling with the Rashi even after revolver. So I don't want you to throw. We have the terrace. What are you making a hack for? I don't have a terrace. And I ask over Shabbos, somebody want this Rashi's intro. Is that really even admirable? Admirable? I don't know. That's like the simple guy who's just so stupid. Like, I'm not so impressed. Like there's a naiveness that I'm not impressed with. I love people who are willfully naive. You can see it to people. You see a guy is naive and like he's positive on everybody. He's like, oh, everybody's wonderful. You just don't have how messed up everybody is. I like the guy who chaps how messed up and thinks everybody's wonderful. Like you chap, you're not, you're not stupid. You chap the matzah, you think people are wonderful. <laughs> you, I'm, everybody has seen both. One is an immaturity, it's just a guy who's clueless. And one is a guy who gets it and sees more. It's interesting, when they went to the cave, when, they, when, when Shem Gamliel went to the cave, 
Shimon. Shimon went to the cave, and at first, like they came out after twelve years seeing bad people, they went back to cave, and, and then they see good. Deeper yet, deeper yet. I want the after the cave, not before the cave. <laughs> and all of us know this is true. The, 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 there's two guys who try to comfort their wife one day. She's nervous. Guys, ah, everything's wonderful. You're just being stupid. You're not in touch with what is. By the way, to comfort somebody, you're supposed to first validate. It's not a trick to first validate. If you don't know how ba- a guy complains about his life, you start answering him from. Nobody listens to that. That's stupid. It's so stupid because you, you understand how bad my life is. You start telling her, well, you see, a guy asks you, I'm so mad at Hashem. You, start, you put your arm around him and you start explaining. You're, you're foolish. You're foolish. Your simplicity on this side, I wouldn't give a fig for that. I don't remember Hashem is you're not, you're not hearing something do you hear a kasha it's a guy who gives an answer and doesn't know the kasha it's garnished it's garnished mit garnished we like the other side I get it the matzah is horrible now let's have some faith the other side let's, let's get it let's be there let's be. so what's this enoy charif Revolba says Revolba says it's like Shlomo zoned in on the word charifus Shlomo's Intelligently, you had antennas. That's ain't a yachal aramis, ain't a charif. And yet, see, point that Revolba said that a liar, it has two stages. Liars, Yisrael, there's an amazing Revolba. Liar's step one is to lie to yourself. I can't lie to you, Bishmak, till I trick myself. So, step one of a liar is he has to lie to himself. The first step? Yeah. Because I can't lie to you till I, till I, till I believe, till I lie to myself. Good liars lie to themselves. So says Revolva, Charifus is tapping into like this, this, this place, maybe dimian imagination, or this place in our brain that you're coming up with like big shtekloch. Yaakov Avinu grabs the truth. He's not capable to go, ah, I'm sorry, I just see the truth here. I, he's not, he's talking not yachol. He said when you, when you hold on to emes, if you let go of emes, you can enter a world of charifus and say this and prove this and come up with it. Because he's just not, if you haven't met Rev. Aaron David, when I think of him, I, this Vart and Rev. Aaron David's like the same, the, he's, the, he's the person behind the Vart. If you grab emes, there's no room for, like, you haven't tried to tell him like, it's not, like stops I don't know how to do what you're doing I can't I'm holding on to the MS I can't when we let go of the MS he says that he says that he's Kharif he can't enter Kharifus because he's holding on to MS so and that could be a decision to hold on to MS by the way but ain't that's what he says I'm, 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 I'm I don't want to just say it yeah yeah revolver said it I, he has a Sefer on Chumash. I bought a Sefer on, on the whole Sefer, Bereshus. Really? Oh, he said and, it on this? Yeah, he says it on this Rashi. Yeah, in the yeah. Lo Yodea, Lo Yodea. I don't know. It doesn't, even this, it doesn't. The Rashi, I'm very troubled by this Rashi, to be honest. Because it bothers me because I never would want to be this. He's not sharp to trick people. I'd want to be sharp to trick people and then choose not to trick them. <laughs> yeah, a, a healthy Asa would have such a Listen, Yaakov had tricked when it was not. We know the guy, the, the from who can trick is not a, is, is not honest. He's just I don't know what he is. 
If you're like incapable, then that's not. So what is Rashi saying? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Akiva and Yitzi both are the same team, really. Akiva is saying Enechanami. That's not the praise yet. That's a Tchuna. And Enechanami becomes. Yitzi says maybe even in the words Ishtam. I don't. Praise is only relevant because we know he started as an Ishtam. And he had the Torah. The Torah needed to tell us his original Tchuna. Because if you didn't know, he started as an Ishtam in the unsophisticated way. So when he becomes a sophisticated Ishtam, so then it has no chashiva. So the Torah tells the stories later. So then you still do need the. I hear what you say. I hear what you say. I hear. I like. I like. You might be right. You might. Be, I don't know. This Rashi is wild because shucks. When I read the Rashi, I'm like, oh, he didn't know how. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I thought it was a mile. It's like that's Ishtam. Then Rashi says, Aina, he's not Haraf Loramas. Like, oh. I thought I was like getting excited about Yaakov. <laughs> when you meet somebody who's honest, you just find that he's very dim-witted and like it's like a literalist and he like he just I, there's something funny about that. No, I wasn't trying to knock. I just mean if a guy couldn't. I took you literally. <laughs> you know what I mean, Remesi? What? Does this Rashi bother you, Remesi? Yes. It bothers me a lot. Like took yeah. away. Ain't no charif for Ramos. Shucks. I feel the guys drove in for Shabbos and here they come Arab Shabbos, the problem with Rashi. I, I don't know, we have to we, we have to harbor Rashi saying something. It's important not to you don't want to stoop and ants like you're defending you let Rashi teach, don't defend him. So I wanna what's Rashi telling me? He he can argue on any American writer he wants. I'd pick Rashi ten out of ten. So I I couldn't care less for Rashi right and come I'm not letting go of my Hanach and then you want to learn Rashi. That's not a good idea. So let go of your Anach, but I don't know what he means. Yeah, maybe maybe it's a different way of looking at it. Revolve was saying something. Revolve was saying that there's a place of Kharifas that when you're honest, you can't even go there. You can't tap there. It's not relevant. The guy's like clearing and saying. There's a simplicity of truth that you hold on to that you don't enter into that. That's what Revolve said. He's Ene Kharif, He holds on to Emes. And all Kharifas is all sharpness is only when you let go of honesty. There's room to be smart and sharp and cunning. So if Volga says such a verse, you hold on to Emes, you knock out a whole world of svar of like. Sure. Sure. Sure, that's what he did. Mesav called him out. Rashi's on Ishtam, Ishtam. Yeah, Ishtam. If somebody has a shot over Shabbos, I'd love this, but not forced. And you can't like, well, the American writer sh- come from Rashi. So let's slug up Walt, Walt, Walt Whitman, whoever said, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Rashi comes way before. So I just don't know because that seemed like the Pashto. So maybe it's after the Metahir, my mind, and then we can learn. I don't know what Rashi's saying. Ain't I charif, the Ramah I don't know. Yashukar Rabbi Sai, Mencha is going to be, what time is it?